Welcome to the Nem Sunday League podcast. You join us in a rainy evening. There's myself, Jamie, Matt. Evening. How's your umbrella? Broken. <laughs> it's, uh, it's been raining. Some would say cats and dogs, some say goals, but here we are, ready to go again. Liam, you're with us. Probably turned out the best for everybody this weekend, didn't you, mate? Yeah, man. Didn't play. Only because didn't, didn't play. <laughs> Hey, hey. Oh, no, 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 you say that. We're unbeaten in two weeks now. Oh, incredible, <laughs> mate. And our special guest this week is Callum from Hunsbury Hawks. How are you, mate? Not too bad yourself? Uh, we've been better, but, we you know, we persevere. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, you know. Right. Chairman's question of the pod, Matt. Let's hear Graham. Here we go. Who beat Swan and Helmet last Sunday? Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Right, here we go. Right, isn't that question of the week? How many clubs are there currently in the league who was playing in the 2006-2007 season? Also, who are they? I'll give you the answer later. Isn't it Sunday League? Yeah, so who who is it's, who this season was playing in the league back in 2006-2007? I would have been five. for Neyman. Yeah. Oh, I God. think it will be a longer than list in Hackleton's goal scorers if we do that, wouldn't we? 06-07. Jeez, that's before... And that's even before we started and we started. Um, standards barn, because I had Bob go on for an hour for about 1994 yeah. onwards. So I know well, standards barn. Oh, yeah, but were barn, hang on, hang on, hang on. But were barn in the Nensony League or were they in yeah. the combination? Yeah. yeah, they're in the Nensony League. I remember him saying. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, we think barn is one, but we'll uh, yeah, we'll have to come back to that at the end and we'll, we'll have a go, won't we? But oh, we'll see. Know, yeah. Um, Liam, don't oh, cheat. Okay. Don't Liam. cheat. Oh, God. How do I cheat with that? Well, it's Liam, easy to cheat, isn't it? Break oh. our hearts and give us a review of last weekend's result. Brilliant. So I'll start off in the Prem Boys. Uh, two goals for Frankie Belfon helped North Star to a terrific 4 0 win over 10 men tech. Uh, Kashi, also known as Ash Taylor's red card, was a turning point, but North Star were well worth the win and keeps them in second spot. Hackleton won again. Uh, Hartwell Forest scored, and Standards Barn remain in third as they beat St David's 2 1. Now, it's just one defeat in their last nine games for the Delapri. Uh, they comfortably beat Albert Eagles 5-0. Ethan Goodman and Sydney Munjudzi scored, both scored twice. Uh, AFC Wellingborough, they came back from 2-0 down at halftime to, to maintain their unbeaten record as they drew two each with eight barrels. And there was a 10-goal thriller at Abington Park. AFC Spinney drew five all with Find the Town. Connor Gibbons grabbing a hat-trick for the Spinney, but the points shared did neither team any real favours as they all they both sorry remain mid-table. On to the championship. Two goals from Cole Mason's. Uh, Cole Mason helped tonight's guest climb out of the bottom two as they beat Waterfield Wanderers 5-1. Uh, but Rushton Spartans remain rooted at the bottom as they lost 2-1 at home to Falklands Club 81 Phoenix. At the other end, Upton remain on course for the title as they went on to beat Saxons 2-1. But JC United continue to hunt them down as the division's top scorer, Louis Martin, got a hat-trick in their 8-1 win over the Queen's Head. Elsewhere, a Jack Lee brace wasn't enough for Royals, who were held to a two-all draw by Ketrin FC, and Toe Valley were also held to each, this time by the University of Northampton. On to League One, Halton Magna's recent poor form continued as they were beaten 3-1 at home to JC United B. Uh, Reese Johnson scored twice as JC United B move out of the bottom two uh, with just their second league win of the season. Uh, in the division's only other game, uh, it was bottom side Delapree United Reserves who let me down this week as they picked up a valuable point in a one-all draw. Well, it was Naseby who let me down, but Delapree are at fault for it as well. <laughs> Into League Two, Stuart Reed scored both the goals as Northampton friends put a big dent in Swan and Helmet's title hopes. The 2-0 defeat puts Coyle and Park Rangers in the driving seat to claim the League Two title. FC Phipps, they're up to third as they beat Toe Valley Reserves 2-1. And Burton Band go fifth as New Side and Caden Viles scored twice in their 4-0 win up uh, at Bolton Wanderers. In the only other game of the day to be completed, Dali Iguana's beat Sands United two goals to one. Ryan Kelly getting both of them. 
Interleague three, McPay survived a big scare and put their little wobble behind them. 4-2 down at half time. They came back to beat Kings Jets 6-4. But it's a good job they did as Kings Four Athletic won again. This time 2-1 away at Grendon Sapphire's K9. <laughs> Bocanor fans, they prove the curse does not exist. Finally won a league game at Lings. About time. They beat Gregory Celtic 4-2 and Lewis Chant put another two goals on his personal tally. James Burlington and Harry Reid scored two goals apiece as Corby SNL recorded a big 7-3 win over Belton Wanderers. And Brayfield first, they won the Brayfield derby as they beat the reserves 3-1 to maintain their outside chance of the league title. Into the bottom league then, League 4 now has its ninth different table topper as Rothwell Athletic have now claimed top spot following a 9-3 win over Fortnum's Club 81 Stags. In the battle of the main goal scorers, it was Owen Montgomery who came out on top as he bagged another five, taking his total to 38. Sean Wilkes, he could only manage two, uh, but he's now on 33. Two goals, goals from Kyle Culverhouse gave Oakley Reserves a big 2-1 win over Weekly Rovers and move them up to second. And that's because last week's top dog, Six Wheel Rangers B, they lost 6-3 at Hackleton Reserves. A result that moves them up to fourth and gets them right back in the title picture. This division is mental. Elsewhere, the Mavs, they beat BRS 2-1 and the Bronze Donkeys enjoyed a good day as a Nathan Davis hat-trick helped them beat Northampton Phoenix 11-0. Can I just say, I was on the pitch next to the Brayfield Derby. Um, it was much more enjoyable to watch than my game. No love lost. I think the ref needs a new whistle. Honestly, he blew it that many times. I think it broke. It was, <laughs> it was mental. Um, Matt, do you want to talk about our respective games? Uh, no, we, did, we, don't, we didn't play this week. <laughs> did turn up, no. No. Oh, fucking hell. Next. Yeah, let's move on. That's, that's what they were saying. <laughs> <laughs> I think about everything that could have gone wrong then for our respective games slash season probably did. Um, league news, Matt. Yes, right. Uh, yeah, okay. So just a few little bits from last week, just to re, re, uh, reiterate. Uh, applications are open for the 24-25 season. Um, Graham put out the Facebook post, and within eight minutes, I've got another inquiry um, of another new team, so that takes us up to eight. Um, if anyone... Um, what I do need to know, um, reserve teams, people that are considering entering reserve teams, you need to let me know. Uh, match confirmation, team sheet reminders. Again, better again this week, but Still a few teams not on top of it. It's the same teams over and over again. The fines are starting to rack up. Um, it's just crazy, lads. Come on, get on top of it, please. Uh, just an update on Eastern United. They have cleared their debt and their suspension has been lifted. So thank you to them for doing that. Um, we're now getting that um, suspension stage with another team who also owe a significant amount of money, which is not good. But um, hopefully that will be resolved sooner rather than later. Uh, wet weather procedure, I don't think the forecast is as bad this week, but it is still not great. Um, so make sure you've got your plans in place. I have contacted one or two teams that absolutely must play this week um, because you know they didn't play last week and they're getting further and further behind. It's going to cause us some big problems. So um, hopefully everything will be okay this week. Um, <clears throat> the... Uh, Hackleton, their FA Sunday Cup quarterfinal is on Sunday this week at uh, Barking FC in London. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> wrong one. Um, I know they've got uh, they've got a couple of coaches going down. Mark's advertised that as well. And obviously, if people want to go down and watch, um, there might still be some seats available. So contact the club directly. Oh, excuse me. Um, uh, photographers, I've had one or two people message me about the photographers, which we asked about last week. If you do have people who would be interested in helping us out for the finals and semi-finals, um, please let us know ASAP so we can get them um, checked out and um, see what their availability is like for certain events, which would be great. Um, the main thing I want to talk about this week is the 
the new safeguarding procedures, uh, new, sorry, the new safeguarding requirements that come in for the 24-25 season. Uh, we did touch on it last week, um, but the NFA have today released um, some information specifically about it. Now, that information I will email round to all clubs um, and I will also put it in the group chat um, so that it's there. Um, what the LFA have produced is really good, I have to say. Um, it's basically a PDF which uh, gives you a step-by-step -step guide to the relevant requirements that are the relevant requirements that are required. That's that's yeah. bad English, isn't it? The requirements <laughs> that that uh, all the things you need to do to make sure you're compliant in in regarding to safeguarding for next season. Um, and um, if you're not compliant by a certain point, you will be suspended as a club. Um, you won't be able to affiliate for the new season. Um, and obviously that's then going to affect your involvement. What, what, in what's the, the timeline? Is it, is it about three months? Or? Well, I think the, I mean, obviously you can't affiliate. Affiliation will open July. As it usually does it in about the second week of June. June, sorry. Each year. Um, so obviously from that point, if you if you're not compliant, you won't be able to affiliate. However, I do know that from the 1st of March, the NFA will be contacting clubs directly to let them know what they need to do in order to be compliant. Now, the, the fundamental basics are each club, now, well, if, you're gonna, if you've got 16 and 17 year old players, your club must therefore appoint a welfare officer. That welfare officer must go on an online course. Now that course is free at the moment. So if you get on it now, it's online, it's free, it's not going to cost you anything. And that well for us also must complete a um, FADBS check. That costs £10, okay? So there is a small cost, which is £10. In addition to your welfare officer, every club, every club official that you name with a title of either manager, assistant manager, coach or physio must also have an FADBS check. Okay. And they, they they last for three years, by the way. They do. Um, yeah. So as yeah. a as a welfare officer for a club right now, yeah. Um, you guys have actually got it quite easy. Um, uh, for example, I had to sit in a two two hour course, which cost me fifty quid at the time. Yeah, um, but that's because, because you're club that's club's got youth teams. Yeah. So but, the fact that it's yeah. free right now, get on and do it because it's not going to be free forever. Um, yeah. the NFA love charging people for anything. So uh, at the end yeah. of the day it's going to get to the point where they, yeah. they're going to charge for it because it's, you know, someone's written it. So you know what? They, they've got a right to charge for it because they're giving you a qualification at the end of the day. Yes. It's only one that's for the FA and for teams that don't have a youth squads, but you know yeah. what? It, it's well worth knowing. And, and yeah. it's, it's good to get involved. Yeah. So what we, what we reckon twice, Matt, um, Sorry? I know you've said FA DBS twice, so it's probably going to be the answer. But if you have locked in, the no, DBS, no, 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 even if you're on the, FA. even if you're on the update system, I'm, so I'm, that's I've, the yeah. question that's going to get asked. I've just yeah, had, it has I've to be the FA DBS. I've just had this problem. Final. Yeah. That's so, fair. so yeah. So, like we say, we will we will email the information around. Um, I'll put it in the group chat. Clubs need to start getting on top of this now. Yeah. It, the, the, the quicker you get on top of it, the quicker you're compliant, the less issues you're going to have further down the road, okay? The FA will start contacting teams from the 1st of March to tell them specifically what they need to do. That'll be in the form of an email, I suspect. Um, but you must get on top of it. We're obviously going to keep an eye on it. And from a league perspective, the FA will send us a like a weekly or fortnightly spreadsheet of who's compliant, who's not. And we're going to be chasing you up as well. Matt, but, can, I just, can I just hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. But the most important thing is you start getting your heads around it and you start getting on top of it. Because if you don't, the problems it gives you further down the line will give us problems as a league. And if you're giving us problems as a league, that's going to give you issues as well. Okay, so yeah. just just on that. So for each DBS, you need to verify it yourself as well as a club. Um, so for example, you know, no, is that, is that no, not correct? No. So if you've, so if you've, this is where things get slightly complicated. If your club is part of a bigger club and you have a, you have youth teams within your club. So for example, uh, 
Gregory Celtic. Okay, they will already have a club welfare officer in place, so that person is already dealt with. They will already have a verifier within their club for DBS checks. So when you complete your form online, it will go to them. If you haven't got that, so if you're a Hartwell Forest, for example, or a Wilby, for example, then your information will be verified through the system to the NFA. Okay. Okay. But it's all done online and everything is automated. So you just have to fill the forms in and it's a step-by-step process and everything will get taken care of. But yeah. obviously you've got to go online and do the, do the stuff that you need. Also, if you get your DBS sent to you and the FA asks you to send it to them, to their Nottingham address, which they will do for some of you, okay? Um, if you do not send that DBS off to uh, the FA in Nottingham, you yeah, are you signed die. You get suspended, yeah. And from all football until you do so. So if you've asked to do it, get it sent. Yeah, yeah it's a, it, is, it is an important document. The FA has to take it very seriously. We appreciate it's going to cause some hassle. It's going to cause one or two issues. However, the earlier you start, the easier the process is going to be. And I think it's okay. a, good, a good thing so, to do. Yeah. So and what I would say is, even if you don't currently have any 16 or 17-year-olds in your squad, get yourself compliant so that if a 16 or 17-year-old comes across your door and says, well, I want to play for your team, you'll be able to register them. If you're not compliant, you won't be able to register that 16 or 17-year-old, okay? And then you have to go through all the process, and that will cause you more issues the more the closer you are to the start of the season. So get it done now, get on top of it now, and get yourself compliant as quickly as possible. Okay? Thank you, mate. Right. Um, okay, bit of a, a break from what's been a, a tradition for many weeks now. Yeah. Uh, from the good and bad, the ugly. Matt, do you want to take it away? Yeah, well, unfortunately, guys, there isn't the good, the bad, and the ugly today. And I know that will be a disappointment to many. But I think it's really <laughs> important um, uh, that we do take a moment to pay our respects to Gail Smith, Secretary of Fine and Town, who sadly passed away this week. I'm sure many of you will be aware. Um, because there's plenty of stuff on Facebook and the League have posted about it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I first met Gail um, at a meeting to discuss a possible merger between the then Rushton and District Sunday League and our league back in 2018, I think it was. Um, And she struck me straight away as somebody who wanted to be involved with local football. She clearly cared and clearly wanted to give her time to help and support. Uh, I never felt there was an agenda with Gail. Yes, she wanted what was best for her team. You know, we, we all do. But she was always willing to see the bigger picture. Um, I didn't always see eye to eye with her. Um, but she had opinions and she was prepared to share them. And that was something that I respected a lot. For a season, she was invited onto the committee. Um, but the COVID years kind of put pay to a long-term role as the committee was reduced in number and her focus shifted back to the club. Um, that club, as we know it now, is fine and town, but obviously started out as Kettering United. And we're not without some problems at times. But as with everything, she stood up for what she believed in and ultimately what was right. There's no doubt that her passion and commitment to the club will sadly be missed. But I suspect it will be her presence and her support that will be missed the most. She was a regular on the sidelines, supporting her boys, supporting her club. As a mark of respect, there will be a league-wide minute silence before all of Sunday's games this week. Rest in peace, Gail. Sadly gone, but definitely not forgotten. Well said, Matt. Well said. And obviously, we'll send our love and strength to everybody that needs it right now. Um, oh. Yeah, sad sad week. Yeah, week. kind of took us out the blue when it went into the secretary's feed. And you can't yeah. Shit, well, anyway. we're, we're, we're actually playing Finden, as it would happen oh, on yeah. Sunday, at Finden. Okay. So, yeah, it was um, yeah, a bit of a shock. I mean, obviously, I'd, I knew she'd not been well for some time. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, it's just, yeah, real, real, real sad that real sad time. And, and yeah. I say, you know, I, I think Sunday will be difficult. 
not just not just for us as a visiting team, but definitely. Well, I've said that the wrong way around. I know. I know. What you It'll I know definitely what you be a difficult day, and and I say we are, we'll, you know, we'll, yeah, it'll just be a difficult day. Yeah, so, I, 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 it's it's a strange one for me because, being from where I grew up, at sixteen years old, I went straight into men's football uh, for Shelley Road. Um. <sighs> And and she was there then, well, not Shelley Road, but she was part of the league then. So I've only ever known Gail Smith to have an involvement around, and, and that's the strange thing, you know. And she's been so, like you say, upstanding for her club, and always put forward her opinions, as you said, Matt. She, you know, you knew when she was in a room because she'd make sure that if she felt something weren't right, again, as you said, she'd speak up about it. So she, she'll be a huge miss for all local football, I, I, I think, in the area, but especially to those finding town boys. So, yeah. again, yeah, love and respect to, to everyone. Yeah. And, and I hope you get through this hard time. Okay, let's move on. Um, thank you for staying with us. And we're welcoming in Callum. Hello, mate. Hello, thank you for having me. Thank you, mate, for staying with us. Secretary of Championship side, Hunsbury Hawks. So, first things, mate, firstly, how are you? Yeah, not bad. I think Secretary make it sound a lot more glamorous than it is. But it does, doesn't it? <laughs> You're privy to some of the shit that we have to read on them papers, <laughs> mate. God, it's like a minefield. Um, but what's, what's your footballing background and how did you come to be involved with Hunsbury? Um, so, it was about in about 2020... I like started playing men's because I, I never really played much when I was younger because I'm frankly not very good. <laughs> and um, so I started playing with uh, Gregory Celtic because a lot of my okay. a lot of my mates were there at the time. Well, I mean, I say playing, I was going to games and supporting mainly, but <laughs> like it's been involved. And then um, I think start of the 2021 season, Luke Luke, who was obviously in charge at the time, basically wanted to get me involved playing because we worked together at the time. And he basically said that because it started off just being because we started off in the bottom division, getting battered every week. So he was like, "We're not going to be winning, but you'll be playing." And to me, that was more than good enough. So I went on over, and then when when work got busier for Luke, he stepped aside, and then me and H took over and sort of yeah, run with it from there. To be honest, good man. So obviously last season uh, you was in my division, and you won the League Two Championship by the playoff system. We did. You've jumped up to the championship. Mm-hmm. How have you found it? Um, I think, I think I've, I personally, I don't know about the players, but I've found it probably better than the results would suggest. I think yeah. it's been like a good level of like competitive games, but the games we have lost, which there's been more than I'd like, they're they're all like we've been involved in them all, and we've not been battered. We had uh, the only stomping we had was the North Star game in the cup, but you take that with a pinch of salt. Yeah. Um, but all the league games, we've been we've fought to the end of every game, and if we haven't won, teams have always said that we put up a good fight and that we deserve to be in the league we're in. So I'm you, I'm happy goal, just goal fighting. Difference, goal difference is minus two. Yeah, I know that's what. So when, that's incredible. It, Which is crazy. Can like yeah. It's literally when when it's losing, it's last minute goals or yeah. It's never by more than two. But I think yeah, I think we're def- we're doing better than the league table and results would suggest. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to go to six and Toe Valley who have a minus two. And then you've got Thorpeland's 81 Phoenix in the middle of everything with a, a plus six. Yeah. <laughs> Division goes a bit crazy sometimes. It does. Um, you, yeah, you've only, you've only lost twice in the league by more than one goal. Twice. Yeah. That was wow, first, first game of the season. We yeah. lost two nil, so that was one of them. Yeah. yeah. And then, then Kettering... Oh, yeah, Kettering the other week. Yeah. 3-1. 3-1. Wow. It's not wow. actually that bad. Wow. Yeah. No, fair play to you. Thank you very much. Fair yeah. play. Yeah. So, touching on last season, um, people listening most likely will know, but some of them may not. Um, it's just past a year since, sadly, Luke passed away, mm. Luke Abrahams. Um, obviously, we... We knew how hard it was for you. Yeah. You guys covered it very respectfully on your social medias um, to get everybody involved. And how have things been for you guys since then? Obviously, you pushed on and went on to win the league. Yeah. But as a, as a collective, how have things been for you guys as well as remembering him? Yeah, no. Um, yeah, it was it was tough. But I think more than anything, I think we sort of 
we all surprised each other because we're a relatively young like bunch. Yeah. And um, I think to like actually see how well everyone come together, I think I, I was more proud than anything of all the players and people around the club that sort of actually stuck an arm around each other and like made people know that they weren't on their own. So yeah. it, was, it was nice to actually see sort of everyone just look after and looking after each other and. It weren't just that. We had, obviously, the league support, other club support, like Spinney especially. Um, a lot of teams, like, reached out to us and it was feeling all that support and the love around. It sort of, it definitely probably made the healing process a bit easier, obviously. We're still grieving, but I think everyone just, they they all surprised me and I'm just so proud of everyone involved, to be honest, at the club for how they reacted to it and how they looked after each other. And Cal, do you mind me asking? Um, I, I had this conversation with with somebody else uh, about a final and kind of the emotion towards it because of what you went through last mm. year. Do you think that that pushed you that little bit more? That you know, it was it it gave you that uh, maybe second wind when you were you were down maybe down and out or you know it, things yeah. weren't going your way just to kind of to to win something in his memory. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah. So it was because um, we had the. Um, NTFA Sunday Trophy final a few probably a month or two before which we we lost in and so I think that sort of almost I think losing was probably better for us in the long run because it weren't the, the pressure of losing the biggest fight like the first final since weren't there when it comes to the playoffs mm. and I think because we played Latimer who they finished top of the top of the like table when they beat us in the league so it was like we knew it weren't going to be an easy game but I think just before the game because there was, there was a lot of people there supporting us I think we just sort of felt like the lift from everyone and I don't think when the first whistle went I don't think there was any situation where we were going to lose that game Brilliant. You blitzed them didn't you as well I, I was there for it Yeah we had yeah, half an hour or two I mean Latimer beat a lot of us That's <laughs> didn't they <laughs> And I don't think they particularly played like amazing football, no. but they just knew how to win. Yeah, they just like, grinded results out. But you guys absolutely blitzed them. Yeah. I've, I've never seen someone take it to them like you guys did. Yeah, it was good. I, I forgot you were in the. Um, <laughs> I forgot that you were in the NFA, the NTFA. No, it was the Sunday Trophy final. Yeah, yeah, the County Trophy. Cup. County Cup. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, it was a I forgot. Yeah, I forgot that. Mm. I forgot that. Good. And by the way, wow. by the way, you lost to a team that are now sat fifth in the Prem, mate. Yeah. And 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 that's yeah. still that's still pretty much the same players. So realistically, do you know what? That ain't that bad either. No, is it's it? not. <laughs> and again, the, I, I sound like a broken record, but the scoreline it weren't a three nil game that final. Yeah. We lost three nil, but we went we lost to like a controversial second, and then we threw everyone forward to try and get back in it. That the third sort of was inevitable. Yeah. But it's not like you say. It's, it's even an achievement just getting there. So we're still happy. We're still happy where yeah, we're at. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, I mean, we were talking about Latimer, and everyone knows how I feel about their pitch. But I mean, Abbey Park's not that much better. Um, it's it's a pretty shocker all round. Whatever mm. you, you play. I mean, when we played against you, I remember saying to my boys that how did we not get some chances away? And then we walked across it as we walked to the cars. Yeah. And it, it was like no man's land. There was just craters and potholes everywhere. It is. Um, is it something you'd like to see improved, or would you yeah, guys definitely. possibly look to to move your home? Well, I think I think in the long run we would like somewhere with like a some changing rooms, maybe like a bar and stuff, like even like a ground sharing sort of situation. Um, but we like having to park because it's where we've always been, and we've got like Luke's bench installed. And yeah. Um, but the pitches, because they can they can be playable, but we all you, you should always aim for more than playable. Like there was times I think it was when it was last game of last year when we played Wilby. Um, yeah, the pitch was battered. <laughs> well, was, I, I said this on the podcast the other week. The quad bike tire oh, marks. Awful. Right? <laughs> there was just tire marks all over the pitch. I, I just said, I said, you know, I said you paid for this, and yeah. he's like, right, every week I'm like, oh, I said I've got to do some digging. I emailed the council, and they just told me it's not your problem. You didn't pay for it. I was like, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 36 quid to pay for that privilege, isn't it? Yeah, Absolutely and it, it can't hold any rain either. If it starts raining, it goes oh, so no. boggy. But no, it'll do. Just, 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 just to touch on something you just mentioned there about Luke's bench. What, um, just, just tell people that all, what that's all about and how that came about. Yeah, so, um, so it's always it's always been Aberton Park since Luke founded the club, um, and it's just we played there, obviously since 
people have been there from the start and people that have only come in. It's just always been obviously not not the best home, but it's always been home. Yeah. And um, so I just I said to like all the boys, I said when we like we wanted to raise some money, which we did on the the first game back. I think it was against Hartwell. Um, yes, it was. Yeah, yeah the first was, game yeah. after he passed. Yeah, against our reses, yeah. Um, we did like a we just took it like a little box, and anyone wanted to donate, they could. And then we just saw. I thought I wanted to sort of repay it to the club and the people that support the club and put the money towards having something in his memory at Abington Park. So the bench is there, literally behind the back goal of pitch two now. And do you yeah. know what, mate? Do you know what? It's actually a really nice touch. So, like, genuinely, I, my lads can't stand getting changed. Yeah. Like on the side of that pitch, but it's nice they can put their bag down near oh, the no. bench. And they can sit on the bench and do their socks, oh, put their good. shorts on. Do you know what I mean? Like, genuinely, there's nowhere else in Abbott Park you could do that. No, I don't think so. so. And it's, like, <laughs> it's good you to see, have as well just for you watching You see teams games. from pitch four, don't you? They mm. wait until the bench is free. They come over and sit on it and start yeah. getting ready. <laughs> no, it's really good. It serves its purpose and it's nice to always have it there. And can I ask a question about pitch two really quickly? Yeah. So it's your it's your pitch, right? You've mm-hmm. been there, like you say, since, the, since you began. Yeah. Who the hell would the Delapree reserves think they are coming and sharing that with you? <laughs> Honestly. Did that go through your mind? Were you like, guys, what? Well, no, so it was, <coughs> I, I couldn't tell you, I think, actually, no, it was when we lost to Crick in the Millennium Trophy group. And I got there, I was a bit later than I normally am, and Delapree was setting up on pitch two. And I said to him, I was like, oh, no, lads, look, I think, I think we're on this pitch. There's obviously a bit of a muck up. And then they were like, oh, no, we're down to be on here and they had the goal set up and I looked and they they were wrong but that's fine so we just ended up <laughs> setting up on pitch three which is no better no worse than pitch two or even pitch one to be honest they're all pretty shambolic up there they're all shocking mate yeah. four's, four's the worst yeah four's, yeah four's like down towards the lake it's on such a hill yeah four's terrible and, and it don't help when you've got random <laughs> cut in it it yeah. messes up <laughs> <laughs> maniacal Lawnmower, right? Whatever. Um, has, it, has it been cut recently? Current, you know. Uh, I think so. It's been watered, mate. Yeah, it's definitely been watered. Um, it's <laughs> yeah, not. So... Yes, yeah, it's, it's not as long as it has been. Oh, good. Good. Well, so hopefully it's to... a bit. Hopefully it's a bit shorter than normal when we we come next week. <laughs> well, we'll see. Hopefully it's bad. <laughs> no, well, that, well, that, that, might, that might suit us. <laughs> okay, we'll get it cut then. <laughs> 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 that was my plan on Sunday to play on a bog at the race course. <laughs> didn't, didn't work very well. <laughs> 16 uh, inches, that grass. Oh, <laughs> um, so, as you come to the end of your season, mate, obviously, we're going to we split the leagues as when it ends, and um, you guys will go into the plate. I mean, you've got to feel, I mean, I say that's at the minute, Queen's head on top of that lower part of the league with 14 you're on eight there's not a great deal in it do you do you feel like you fancy your chances going into the plate i i think so i think i think we can make up the ground i think we've got i think it's five four or five league games left and i think the points aren't there's not much points in it no. and i think we've we've played a lot of the top teams like we played to be fair we got them out of the way early doors so we played a lot of the teams at the top right towards the start of the season so i think there's every chance to. I think the way we're playing, and I think we can push on and hopefully get there. But we'll have to just wait and see. You've got, you've got, um, you got a game this week. Spart- Spartans away. Yeah, we've got Spartans away on the 10th. JC, JC United A. Oh. Sixfields A and the <laughs> University. Oh. Yeah, so, so yeah, you've still got two of the big ones. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> two. That's fine. We'll have them. <laughs> I mean, so. <clears throat> magic ball moment here because obviously we don't know what's going to happen if we have nearly as many teams apply for the Nen Sunday League as they did last year mm. I mean you might be in the Prem for all we know would you like to have another crack at the championship next season or would yeah. you think a relegation to the first like League One would be best for you guys to build up yeah no I was talking I was talking to one of my lads Owen about this the other day I said that I'd rather stay in it because I think we can compete and I know we can hold a better fight than we have this season. I think I'd rather, I'd rather if it means finishing bottom half this season and staying in it next season because I think we can give it a lot better crack than we we've given it this season. Like, all like we know we can do better than we have done, and I think I'd, I'd personally rather stay in it and show that we can fight and we deserve to be in it as opposed to just dropping down and 
doing better than probably we want to do because we'd rather we'd rather go either go down fighting than just winning games. Absolutely blitzing a league, yeah. Yeah. So I think no, I'd, I'd rather a, stay. It's a brilliant and... attitude to have. Sorry. It's a brilliant attitude to have because you get you do find a lot of teams where you know if they've got the chance to just win. Yeah. But then it kind of loses itself. If all you you know if you shouldn't be in a league and you can clearly see it by the results coming in, you kind of think, well, I think maybe that's more of a shock the following season when those results don't keep happening. Yeah. Whereas you're willing to be in a like a a dogfight, so you you're losing. Yeah. Okay. You've lost more than you've won and drawn, but you're not you're not being like blown out again. It's actually quite funny, Cal, because Jamie had the opposite attitude when he was unbeaten last Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hindsight's a wonderful thing. (laughs) Sorry, mate, you walked into that. (laughs) I'm cool, calm and collected now, so I'm philosophical. Cal, you you did touch on the possibility of you, um, you know, or the, the the notion that you'd like to have perhaps a ground with a you know with change rooms at a bar yeah. and whatever, whatever is is have you have you without giving anything away if you have in terms of actual specific venues have you looked into anything or is uh, no it just I a think dream at this stage yeah no it's just like I have it's it's not just me it's I have there's a there's a few of the lads like all players that I talk to about stuff and we've got a few like again obviously I won't, I won't say because I've not made direct contact with anyone yet. Yeah. Um, but there are a few like we've got eyes on and that we think might have some potential. But um, yeah. it's just a case of speaking over the next few weeks and hopefully getting yeah. it sorted nice and early just so we can get there for next season. And I, yeah. I think I think also, Cal, this is just just I know you lot are, are quite a few friends, mm. but I, I know you've got quite a good, a good amount of players that play step football as well. Yeah. You know, so I think. I think that's like a massive credit to you and and to Luke and to you guys that started that as as like you say just just to have a bit of fun. We, you, we're not going to win every game, but you're going to play. Yeah, that's one hundred percent how it started. To, to then be able to attract players that are playing step football. Mm. Honestly, credit to you, mate. Credit to much, all the work mate. all of you have done, mate, because it's brilliant to see. Yeah, thank you. Just 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 on your squad size, Carl. I did notice that you've got a very small squad this year. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure we had conversations last year about you looking to possibly have a reserve. Yes, yeah. Then he robbed all his players. They, they, took, they took one. They took one. <laughs> where, 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 where's all the lads gone who were potentially going to? I know the reserves didn't happen, but obviously, for you to be talking about it meant that you'd got. Oh yeah, so I, n- I think that was, that was a, like a few things. I think that was me obviously completely underestimating how many people you need, right. and. Um, and then mainly just it you know, being a lot of people that were saying interested, and then when the conversation actually come, they weren't sure and they couldn't commit. And then because right, okay. I thought going into this season we had like an alright amount of squads, like amount of squad players. But then you look at some other teams that have got like yeah. hundreds signed on, and like we've had injury after injury this season as well. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. Liam's got his own league. Well, well, this is what I mean. I, I prefer not to have added reserves, but then when my secretary said, Liam, you've got 70 players signed on. I mean, that is mental. not fair on the other 54 that are not getting picked. I'm like, well, they just need to be better then, don't they? <laughs> He's a practice, doesn't they? <laughs> By the way, you... Uh, no, I need to go down that road. Go on, no, go on. No, no, don't worry. No, no, we're going to move on. Callum, thank you, mate. Stay with us uh, for the rest of this. But obviously, all the best to you, boys. Thank you very much, mate. Carry on your season, mate. Cheers, mate. Just, just, um, just quickly as well. Just, just, I'm, I'm just going to put it on there now as well. I played you a few times, Cal. Um, and uh, Royals actually said something in in the secretary group chat a few weeks back, and it, it rang very true. Every time we have played you guys there's been an improvement. So, again, well done, mate. Thanks very much. Going, Cheers, thank you. Don't improve too much next week, though, Carl. Oh, well, no, we, that, that's a must win. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, Matt. Yes. Come on. Yes, yes, Come on. yes. Right, let's, uh, let's get cracking. Um, Liam, do you want to sort out people's buzzers while I... Um, yeah, of course. Uh, music. It is Valentine's Day. So I want you to give me your favourite. Last year we did Valentine's 11. I don't know if you remember. What is going on? So last year... Just just beating up the music. Carry on. Yeah, last year we did a Valentine's 11. (laughs) So you need to think of a player that has got some sort of Valentine's twist to it. And obviously that is your buzzer. 
Jamie. Mount. Mason. <laughs> Mount. Brilliant. Mount. Cal? Um, Cal? I'll go for Daniel Shagger. Oh, <laughs> Dan Shagger. Well, I'll go Mason Greenwood. Jesus. <laughs> Who's Dan Shagger play for? Daniel Agger. He's played for Liverpool. Shagger ah, FD. Brilliant. Right, okay. Right, anyway, so here we go with uh, the ever-popular chain reaction. Oh, that was very nice the Valentine's edition, wasn't it? Absolutely, yeah. So, welcome to Chain Reaction, the best game on the pod. Uh, the Jamie, only game on the pod. Jamie, <laughs> Jamie, Jamie's been doing quite well in recent weeks. Yeah, he's, playing, he's, he's drew twice in a row. With Liam playing <laughs> catch-up further down the line. So, it's a simple game. I will read out a player's career stats, and you guys have to guess the player. You can play along at home. See if you can beat our panel. The first person to get the player correct gets a point. We did say last week that I'd sort the scoring system out, but I completely forgot. So if it's a, if it's wrong we again, it's wrong again. Home, we, we get them to send us in their buzzer names? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I'm going to bring that up actually in the in the other business. Oh, yeah. Are we still okay. doing? Are we still doing? <clears throat> if you get it wrong, you can't answer again. Yes, yeah, correct. Surely, yeah. Yeah, if you get it wrong, you're out. Okay, so the first player began his career in 2004 at New England Revolution, scoring 25 goals in 71 games. He then moved in 2007 to Fulham, where he scored 50 goals Daniel in 118. Shagger. Yeah. Is it Clint Dempsey? Clint Dempsey. Well <laughs> done, right. Callum. Hey, so just just for the record, that's the first guest yes. to get one right. Yes. Well done. <laughs> Excellent. Right. And he's both so, working. Yes, and his buzzer worked really well. Yeah, very good. Right, then the next player began his career in 1995 at Bromby, but didn't make an appearance before moving to Galatasaray, where he made 30 appearances, scoring no goals. In 1996, he moved to America with Columbus Crew, scoring no goals in 38 games. After a season, he moved to Liverpool in 1997, where he scored no goals in 25 games. In 2000, he moved to Blackburn Rovers, where he stayed for eight seasons, scoring one goal in 288 appearances. Daniel Shagger. Yeah, Greenwood. Uh, Greenwood. No, no. Daniel Shagger. Uh, Paul Robinson. Not Paul Robinson. No. Oh, no. Oh, Greenwood. No. Greenwood. <laughs> oh, Cal, you're out, I'm afraid. Yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah, Greenwood. John Dahl Thomason. <laughs> no, you're out as well. So, Jamie, do you want to hear the rest of it? No, fuck it. Brad Friedel. Brad Friedel yeah. is correct. That's obviously well who done, I did. Jamie. Oh, how, yeah. mate, you've had me yeah. in a Gareth Bale, Gareth Barry moment. <laughs> just something about bald goalkeepers. <laughs> John Dale Thomason. Yeah, John Dale. Where have you got that from? Uh, I'll, I'll wait for the day of Jan Mulby to be an answer. But you, we'll said, you, you said Bromby. I thought he's got to be up there. Did the, the, the no goals got give you a clue that it wasn't John Dale Thomason? Well, you said Bromby, didn't you? Yeah, he never played for Bromby. He was just there. No, but I'm just saying, like, Brad Friedel's American. Why did he start at Bromby? What happened there? <laughs> well, imagine if Liam wins this, then we've got ourselves a little Mexican standoff going on here. Indeed. Right? right then, here we go. So the third player began his career in 2006 at Leeds United, oh, where he scored no goals in no games. In 2007, he moved to Tottenham Hotspur. Greenwood! Aaron Lennon! Incorrect. Greenwood. You're out, Liam. You are out. Right then. So this this is Mal. Mal. Are you sure? Yeah. Cock it. Paul Robinson. No. Incorrect. Oh, I'll take my time. Greenwood. Here. Greenwood. I'll take Greenwood. My time no, here. You're out. You're out. out until right. So Callum, do you want me to just go through the rest of his career? Yeah, I'll have everything, please. Smart. So, Smart. so <laughs> he moved to 2007. He moved to Tottenham Hotspur in 2007, where he scored eight goals in 156 appearances. During his time at Tottenham Hotspur, he went out on loan in 2009 to Watford, where he played seven games, no goals. Oh, he also went no. out on loan to Peterborough 
where he played six games, no goals. In 2010-11, he went on loan to Bristol City, scored no goals in 17 games. And in 2012-13, he went on loan to Sunderland, where he scored one goal in 27 games. He then went on loan in 2020 to Newcastle, where he scored no goals in 11 games, before finally leaving Tottenham in 2021 to go to Watford, where he played no goals in eight games. He played no goals in eight games? Um, I feel like I should know this, but I absolutely I can, don't. I can, I can give you a little no. bit more information yeah, if we'll needed. Have, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll have a bit No, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, it counts because it's part of his career. Uh, yeah. That's fine. He played for England throughout the age groups at under-16s, under-17s, under-18s, under-19s, under-21s. He represented the Great Britain Olympic team oh, and he made 29... Tell him his name! Just tell him his name! 29 senior England appearances scoring no goals. I'm going to go with Danny Rose. Danny Rose! Well done! Oh my God! Well done, Callum. Well done! First guest... First I guess mean, to I win. Have, I could have just let him carry on because he didn't know. No. <laughs> that is fantastic. Well done, Callum. Well done, mate. Very was, good. That was pure Fergie time. Oh, we'll wait until he scores. <laughs> right, do you want to do the last one as a bonus? Yeah, I'll get another one. Okay, right. Last one. Started his career in 1997 at Charlton Athletic, scoring nine goals in 128 appearances. He went on loan to Norwich in 2000, scoring one goal in six appearances. He got a big move to Chelsea in 2004. Greenwood. Yeah. Steve Sidwell. No. At Chelsea in 2004, where he scored one goal in 15 appearances. In 2005, Bow. he moved to New... Bow. Yeah. Scott Parker. Scott Parker. Well done, Jamie. Very good. But that was only the tiebreak one. The bonus was oh, count. So, Callum... I thought Scott Callum, was at Charlton. I said Charlton. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, the start then. You know, he started his career at Charlton Athletic. Oh, I would have got it right if I had that. Anyway, well done, Callum. Excellent. Very good performance. So the first guest to win. Come on. That's uh, that's really good. Well done, mate. And that is that was chain reaction. Moving on. It should be called chain reaction. I feel like we need some closing music to it as well. Yeah. Well, I just can't Um, believe the game has a a grown man shouting Greenwood at the top of his voice in his house <laughs> at half ten. I know, in 2024 as well. Uh, what's Greenwood got to do with Valentine's Day? No comment. Nah, don't, let's not tug at that thread. <laughs> oh, let's sorry. I'm just... <laughs> no comment. Let's not tug at that non-consensual thread. Who's he played for? Oh. Who's he played for? Me. Is that, get, get off, off me. me. Get off me. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I'm not sure it'll be able to carry on after this. Um, right, with the time we have left, let's look ahead to the weekend fixtures, please. Liam. Yeah, so before we get cancelled, um, <laughs> we'll start with the Millennium Trophy. So this is the first round of the knockout. So those teams that finish in the top two of their groups, respectively, are playing each other. So Firstly, we have got eight barrels. They will be playing Sixfield Rangers A. We then have got AFC Spinney, who will be at home to FC Tech. We've got Delapree United, who will be at home to Falklands Club 81 Phoenix. JC United A will be at home to St. David's. And Russian Sergeants will be at home to Muck Pave. Muck Pave, really quickly, are a Div 3 team that are in the Millennium Trophy. They're smashing it this season. It's brilliant, isn't it? Brilliant. So good to see. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, Into the Dale Stratford AFC Spinning Reserves. They'll be playing AFC Mount Houghton Magna. Uh, Akis will be playing Toe Valley. Ashby Athletic University of Northampton. Beer Gorilla versus Steelman Yellows. Brayfield Corinthians versus Alba Eagles. And Royals versus Oakley Diamonds. Into the Dave Ferguson now, the Corby SNL Foundryman. They'll be at home to Rushton Sargent's Reserves. Dali Iguanas will be at home to Gregory Celtic. FC Phipps will be at home to Northants All-Stars. Hartwell Forest Reserves will be at home to Brayfield Corinthians Reserves. Mm-hmm. Kingsforp Athletic, they'll be at home to Kingsforp Jets. Uh, 
Pittsford will be playing last year's Championes, San United, and Swan and Helmet will be at home to Drayton Grange. In the Alan Dimmer Trophy, Bolton Wanderers Reserves, they'll be playing Steelmen Reds. Kingsford Mavericks will be playing Northampton Phoenix. Fortman's Club 81 Stags, they'll be playing David Green Development. And will be reserves will be hosting a Sixfields Rangers Buh. <laughs> In the Prem, Crick Athletic will be at home to AFC Wellingborough. Finding Town will be at home to Hartwell Forest. The Queen's Head will be at home to Grindon Sapphires. FC Floor, they'll be at home to Delapree United Reserves. Latimer All Stars, they'll be at home to Royals Reserves. South Star will be at home to Bat and Wickets. Into League Two, Croydon Park Rangers, they have the chance to go top of the league uh, if they beat Bolton Wanderers at home. In League Three, Bocca North Ants will be playing Ketchum Park Avenue, and Eastern United will be playing Grendon, uh, Grendon Sapphire Reserves Canine. Into League Four, Albany Athletic, they'll play Oakley Diamonds Development. Oakley Diamonds Reserves, they'll be playing the Sable Antelopes. Uh, Rothway Athletic will be looking to extend their, their charge at the top against Crick Athletic Reserves in another huge game in that league. Thank you, mate. Hang on, where have you got... Oh, he, you added a team in there, didn't you? You mate? added a game in? Yeah, Grendon Green on the list. Oh. Uh, oh, I, I just assumed that now Eastern, as you mentioned. No, 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 no. No, 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 game. no, no they're not starting until next week. No oh. game. Enjoy your weekend off, boys. Stay inside, stay warm. Charity prediction time. Yes. Well, we had a, uh, had a pretty solid... Well, most people had a pretty solid week, apart from Jamie. Yeah. But, um, yeah, in, amazingly, or not amazingly, but congratulations to Ant, our guest last week. He managed to score four and a half points, putting him top of the pops for the week. Uh, he correctly predicted that Hackleton, Upton, Bocker, Northampton, Golden Horse would win. Big Rilla was abandoned, so he gets half a point there. Uh, was it abandoned or was it postponed? It was abandoned due to a uh, uh, an ankle break. Oh, man. Uh, a very a very severe yes, ankle break where there was lots and lots of blood. Oh, oh lovely. Um, uh, Liam and myself were both retired in second place on four points. Liam correctly predicted Delapri, JC United A, FC Phipps and Kingsworth Athletic. Just Naseby let him down. And I went for Barn. Corby SNL, Brayfield, um, and uh, I got two half points because Sixfield A was rained off and Sergeant's Reserves was abandoned. So that's my two halves. Giving me four. Jamie, bit of a horror show, two points. Shocking weekend all round for me, man. Correctly predicting North Star would go to Tech and win. So fair play with that. Um, Kingsport Mavericks, but uh, Toe Valley drew, Halt Magna lost. Lost. And you backed yourself again and you and lost you again. Don't so back yourselves. That's Rule a horror one. show. Never yeah. back yourself. Never back yourself. So there therefore overall but the overall position is starting to get tight again. Starting to get a bit right, tight. Except for me now. Uh, Jamie, your bottom on 48 points. Yeah, uh, the guests are now on 50. Liam's on 52 and a half, and I am on 58. But the cash position has changed. The 10 pound this week went to the guests, moving them on to 45 pounds. So the cash position is very close as well which is great. So this week's predictions, Jamie, you are in the box seat so far away. Oh, so in the hope that my predictions will <clears throat> result in losses to the winning team, I've gone with Croyland straight out. <laughs> and reverse um, psychology, like it. Yeah, Croyland against Bowen. Um, Mavs over Northampton Phoenix. Phipps versus All-Stars have gone for Phipps. Uh, Rushton Sergeants over McPay. Just fantastic league. Three teams in there. Unfortunately, I'm going against you guys, but good luck anyway. And um, AFC Wellingborough over Crip. The guest. All right. Callum, who have you gone for? I've gone for Delapree to beat Thorpeland's Phoenix. Aki's yeah. to beat Toe Valley. Yeah. Dali Iguanas to beat Gregory Celtic. Grendon to beat Queenshead. And AFC Spinney to beat Tech. Big shout that. Always, big always back the spinner. Big shout that. <laughs> I've gone eight barrels. Royals first team. Alba Eagles. Kingsthorpe Athletic. And Albany Athletic. Lovely. And I've gone for Ashby Athletic. Swollen Helmet to avenge last week's loss. Uh, Thorpe and Stags, which 
in hindsight now, I've picked them looking at who they're playing. I think that's I'm not made the error there. Uh, Oakley Reserves and Beer Gorilla. So we shall lock those predictions in and we shall see how we get on and report back next week. So just really quickly, Pat, how does it feel to be six points, five and a half points clear <laughs> and third in the money? I know. Well, I'm just, I'm consistent. Jamie's one win away from being above you as well. I'm consistently, <laughs> consistently good with the scoring, but occasionally you boys fluke a win on the week. Fluke yeah. a win. I've just done an hat trick until last week, until this week. <laughs> Liam, where, Liam was literally in my position, and then over where, the course of four weeks, has blitzed the whole thing. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, I'm, I, I've only also come not won this week because a game got abandoned. Half a point. Matt's, oh, two games got abandoned. Half a point. Half a point. Whatever. I won't, I won't I am, lie, mate. I would have taken the bat. I am the winner. Game. I am the winner of last week in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> no, I am. Well, you're not. Right. As we are moving towards the end of the show, we open this up to ourselves now for any other business. Callum, as our guest, you've suffered enough having to listen to us. Is there anyone you want to give a shout out to or any special mention? Um, I will just ask people to be available on the 22nd of June to be at Road Football Club for the second rendition of Luke's Memorial Trophy. Lovely. 22nd of June, yeah. 22nd of June, Road Football Club, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, more info on your social medias as we get close to it. Absolutely. Fantastic, mate. Uh, Liam? Yes. So... I was actually going to bring something up about June games, charity games, I think are completely different. So I've had a few emails and a few people talking to me about uh, pre-season tournaments in June. Guys, please remember, if you're doing a pre-season tournament, you need to get the FA's permission if it's in June, as it's the off-season. Um, last year was great because we did Frapston, but I'm getting teams that are asking me that I'm like, mm, I don't know if you do things right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So just make sure you do it properly. That's that. And yeah. secondly, I've got to... Oh, oh shit. So I've got to apologise to somebody um, because last week, apparently, I didn't hold myself in the best light. And, <laughs> you know, they proved me wrong. Who's that? So I'm sorry, Connor and Delapri United Reserves for claiming you were going to lose. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, Connor is an Connor is again. He listens every week, and he was like, uh, "As if you backed us to lose, huh? we're definitely going to win." I said, "Whatever, you drew. Well done." I didn't lose, though, did he? Yeah, apologies. Good man, Matt. Uh, yeah, just a quick one, um, and just to say that um, we had I had an email this week from from a podcast listener. Um, the one, the oh. one who listens. Yeah, the what one. I, what have I got to apologise for now? So, interestingly, Liam, I think he plays for your club, Danny Birch. Oh, for God's sake, Danny. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. Hi, the but, man himself, Lionheart. But, but do you know what? Absolutely fair play to him because it was a it was a sensible email, and um, it was he'd obviously listened to what we'd been talking about in relation to team sheets, um, and uh, he just. He just pointed out that he used to play in a league that used um, player ID cards um, and how they worked. And oh, we're not seven, how, Danny. Grow how, up. how effective? How effective they were. So it was nice to receive the email. Nice, it was a sensible suggestion, um, and I thought I'd give him a shout out. And anybody else wants to email in about anything at all, um, feel free to do so. You know, whether you email in WhatsApp, whatever, just um, just. You know, have some interaction with the with the podcast, and we will. Um, right. If anything's interesting, we'll talk about it. If anything's worth mentioning, we'll mention it, and uh, at the very least, we'll give you a shout out. So, right. thanks, right. Danny, right. for your email. Right. Um, right. 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 We are. It is. Hold it up. is under consideration moving forward. Whether it happens or not, I don't know. But we'll see. hold up. Hold up for the pure purposes of banter in my reserves group chat right now. How do you know he plays for Wilby? Please don't tell me he signed the bottom of his email. Danny Birch will be FC Reserve. No, no, he didn't. Oh, no. Fuck. no. I wish he had. No, no, no. He did, he did, however, leave me his phone number. Oh. <laughs> right, wait, I'll tell you what. Wait, no, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. 
I'll tell you what. Let's Should we ring him now? Should we ring him now? Live on the pod. I'm ringing him right now. Poor bloke, just trying to suggest help. This is what happened. He's ringing him. He'll be in bed. Turn your volume up there. Person you're calling. Yeah, that's oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> to be fair, he has got two small children. Uh, I probably shouldn't have done that in hindsight. It is 20 to 11, but just obviously the reiteration of the minute silence for games on Sunday in honor of Gail. Yeah, um, I'm sure stuff will go out on the socials too. It will remind yeah. people of that. Um, we've had a couple of bad injuries last couple of weeks. We have. Um, again, I know it doesn't change anything, but just stay safe, guys. Just fuck me. That's two really bad injuries. Just try and stay safe. Um, let's so finish. Who, with... who was the other one? Sorry. Stillman, uh, uh, Stillman to... Reds against um, Sergeant's Reserves. I think it was a Stillman Reds player. Yeah, yeah. Dislocated knee, I think. What Horrible. Uh, not sure, but not that one. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I, w- I was going to wish him, I was going to w- wish them the best, and I am going to wish them the best now. Uh, I wish you the best of recoveries. If it was who I thought it was, I hope you get injured again. <laughs> Liam, you're terrible. Oh, <laughs> dear, dear. Uh, right. An odd one. Let's finish off. So, the chairman's question of the week. Yeah. So, let's have a reminder. What well, even lads? How many clubs? Are there currently in the Nenton League who played in the 2006-2007 season? There's actually four. Hey! Bollocks. <laughs> well, well, I, I was going to say seven, boys, so apologies. So I was wrong. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I had absolutely no idea. Yeah, I didn't I, I guess I, the only ones I could think, obviously, Barn, possibly. Yeah. I thought maybe Club 81 because, you know... Yeah, I, I, yeah, I thought them as well, but... Um, um, and maybe Hackleton? No, no. Hackleton was established in 2011. Yeah, they're not that uh, old. I, no. I'm part of the sports the only, club, Jamie. You the, know, only, the, only, <laughs> the only other one I thought of, because I think they have been around for quite a while, is Grendon. Okay. But I, but I don't know. That's just also, a pure guess. Also, I am so sorry to all to my other pies. It was 2010. Uh, it 1-11, sorry. Oh, mate. <laughs> Thank you, so, uh, so, yeah, the only two I had were standards, Barn and Grendon. I, I, I mean, Royals have been around, but they weren't in, the, they weren't in this league. Yeah. There's a lot um, well, I'm going to say Kingsford Jets in there. Well, what about Gregory Celtic, though? Yeah, because that's what I saw, Gregory Celtic. <clears throat> no, Gregory Celtic, Gregory Celtic. This version of Gregory Celtic is the first time oh, they went adult okay. team. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So anyway, let's see. Let's see oh, what the answer is. Stones Barn, Oakley Diamonds, formerly yeah. known as Northampton Diamonds, Wellingborough Saxons, Redland Sapphires, Swollen Helmet, what? Spinny Hill Wanderers. That's your answer. He just said six. Hang on, he said there was answer was five, but he's just okay. named six. Jackson, Spinney, Swan. And he named Swan. Was that my incarnation of Swan? Because there was a Swan before us, and they fucked off. Who did he kid. say? He said North Am- He said Oakley Diamonds, but they were called Oakley something Diamonds, else. Well, that doesn't count. Yeah, it's, a, it's so the same as Spinney name. Hill Wanderers, or whatever he said. <laughs> that doesn't count either. Oh, whatever. Well, I'll, tell you what, I'll tell you what, just to, just to so cheer Barn, the So, Barn, Swan, Helmet, Grenland, Sapphires, Wellington, Saxon, four. Four's the answer, not six. I, I, I again want to reiterate that I was five in 2006, so I really didn't stand a chance at that question. <laughs> five. Jesus. Oh, Jamie was 28. I was 11. No, I was 10. I was going to turn 11. How old were you, Jamie? <laughs> I was 20. I was 26. I was 27 in 2007. Uh, in 2007, I was 20, 21. Are you younger than me? Me? Right. I'm a housewife's Sorry, right, mate. Right. I, thought, I thought you were about Dad, 10, five years older. Let's just try Let's just try this one last time. <laughs> Danny, are you there? This poor bloke <laughs> is probably trying to sleep. Yeah, he's up at 4 a.m. Hello, mate. Hey, you, Danny! <laughs> hey! Danny, we just wanted to get you on live on the pods about player cards. Can you explain more into this? 
man. So obviously the, the email I sent into Matt was um, just letting him know that when I used to play in the Banbury District, Lord Jersey League, years ago, um, basically we had player cards. They were tiny little, look like bank cards. And each player had obviously the picture, date of birth, registered teams, whether they were first or reserve players. Obviously back then I think we could only play a certain amount of players from the first in the reserves and all that. Um, basically, literally the ref would come in the changing rooms would take two minutes he'd look at all the players he'd go through the cards and then as he said yes he'd walk through the door literally took two minutes each team after that not one team was caught playing an eligible player well there you go Danny thank you for that exclusive Danny good night good night bye bye I do do fully appreciate how he went straight into his pitch straight in didn't he no hesitation you know what do you know what I put a post up um, about last year. A bit of background on Danny Birch really quickly before we leave. And he's actually, his full-time job is a physio. So, obviously, that was a massive selling point straight away. Uh, he came in and, do you know what, he, he just kind of... He just kind of really got on with the lads. He joined in the preseason tournaments, uh, got in well. You know, he, he started playing for the reserves. He's played. He has played twice for me in the first this year. Uh, he played against Delapri United reserves uh, on pitch two at Avonshire. Should we have him on the chain reaction next week? I think we should have him on. Uh, he's he's had more. No, clubs no, I mean, I mean his career. I don't mean him. Yeah, he, I'll, I'll get you his career. So <laughs> I asked him once. I asked him once what what his previous clubs because you know me. I like to do the old. Um, Background checks. No, well, no, I like to set do a bit of a um, what's it called? Research. No, not research. I don't care that much. Um, <laughs> a post. I do a post to say what's your oh, previous yeah, yeah. You're welcome to the pre- previous club sort of thing, and he named about forty to me. To be fair, <laughs> so he's the he's the classic journeyman. Yeah, I, yeah, good. Like, is, that'll but, do. Tangent, tangent over. Tangent over. Thank you all for listening. Callum, thanks for being our guest, mate. Good luck to you and your boys going forward. Matt, let's hope we have a better weekend than we did this weekend. Can't be any worse. Well, you say that. You say that. Just quickly, if this goes out before Sunday uh, and you can host a friendly against Cal, he'll have you. I will. Well, as long as it's not too late notice. And in line with Greenwood comments, consensually have you as well, guys. Always consensual. <laughs> <laughs> good luck, good luck, Tackleton. Good luck, Tackleton on Sunday. See you soon. Ta-da.